nothing for the record and nothing to condemn Mr. Nelson Welcome to Prince Rap Rich Rack. I'm your host, Darren. And today we're going to be talking about Fall in Love Tonight. And that is all one word. Uh, originally from the TV show New Girl. Uh, recorded in 2013 at Paisley Park. And seen by everyone on the 2nd of February 2014 after the Super Bowl. Uh, by approximately 25.8 million viewers. Uh, so, I don't know. The, like, the most kind of like publicity that Prince had had in a good while. Um, probably since he played the Super Bowl himself seven years earlier. Uh, on the track, you have Prince. Uh, on the original version, you have Zoe Deschanel, uh, you have Josh Welton, and you have the MPG horns. The version that found its way onto Hit and Run Part 1 uh, lost the Do- Zoe Deschanel things, and I think the lyrics were slightly changed. The song is only about eight seconds shorter. Uh, it was originally 3 minutes 18, and the version on uh, Phase 1 is... Three minutes, 12. Joining me to talk about today is Alec Rayner. Hello, Alec. Hello, good to be here. Now, obviously, I think that the genre, I don't know, I think it's a kind of weird mix between like a party song and like a ballad. Uh, I think it's kind of more like a ballad when you have Zoe Deschanel singing on it. And it's kind of more of a party song, you know, when Prince is is just by himself. Yeah. Uh, you know, the kind of repetition of don't, don't you want, don't you want to fall in love tonight? Um, you know, like that kind of the gradual, I don't know, like the repetition of the the words to the gradual build up of the full line is a nice touch. Uh, but it's obviously designed in that way to be, you know, kind of uh, to have like a party atmosphere and for people to kind of sing along as the chorus kind of comes in and stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's not really a huge amount to the verses. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, uh, I think the main thing about this, obviously, is the fact that Prince... Uh, was a fan of New Girl, um, and he was the like. It's, it feels like you know having like a musical guest in, you know, a sitcom that goes out after the Super Bowl. It, you know, is kind of you know like a gimmick. Uh, yeah. But apparently, Prince Prince was just a huge fan of New Girl. Yeah, he wanted me, uh, to be on the show. That's the, the yeah. weird part. I thought, oh, all right. I I remember hearing that this happened. I um I never completely followed New Girl, but if if it was on, I wouldn't change the channel kind of deal. And um I never thought it was like a fantastic show, but it it, it was solid enough. And then when I heard Prince's on that episode, I was like, oh, that's cool. It probably has some publicity for something, but no, it just seemed he really enjoyed the TV show and <laughs> asked to be a like a crucial part of the two main characters' relationship for an episode. <laughs> Which yeah, was he, like, he was like. Yeah, he was a big fan of the kind of will they, won't they between Nick and Jess. And he wanted to play like a pivotal role in kind of pushing them towards each other. And, uh, and you know, New Girl, uh, you know, Fox had the Super Bowl. And as as with every, you know, every year, you know, obviously you know, the channel that hosts the Super Bowl gets to choose what, f- what follows the Super Bowl. Um, you know, normally, I guess most times it's used to like launch a new show. Uh, most, I mean, kind of like the biggest recent example of that would be Family Guy, which went out after a Super Bowl, the first ever episode of that. Yeah. Um, and then also American Dad went out after a Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> like, I feel like I so, remember Survivor also, like, maybe it was like the All Star season or so- something like a big Survivor event was after the Super Bowl. I think that was the first um, time I remember actually watching the Super Bowl in my youth is that yeah. survivor came on right after that 
I think I think the previous time to this, when when Fox had had the Super Bowl, I think they had they they had like an episode of Glee went out after the Super Bowl. Oh, I, I do remember that because they had like a football theme to the episode. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know they kind of made it fit. Whereas here, it's just Prince is on. Um, but yeah, so he you know the the episode basically has um, you know Nick and uh, I, well, I think it's because of Cece. Cece, obviously being a beautiful model, gets invited to you know. Uh, th- this kind of party because oh, Prince's um, assistant almost ran over Cece and um, Jess. Yes, and that's yeah. they get invited as kind of like a oh I'm sorry kind of deal. Yeah, so obviously you know Cece and Jess, you know with Cece being a model and Jess, uh, you know Zoe Deschanel being very attractive. Anyway, they get invited to the party, but uh, none of the you know none of the men get invited to the party, and so part of the storyline is them trying to get into the party. Yeah. Um, they have all their little and... flashbacks of them, like, pretending to be Prince in the 80s and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and eventually, you know, Prince and Nick... Uh, sorry, Prince and Jess are on, like, a bench, and you know, so, so Nick and Jess are on a bench, and Prince just kind of appears out of nowhere <laughs> and just says, hey. And, you know, there's a wonderful moment where he says, like, they, they go... Like, they don't say anything, and he says, oh, I'm sorry, I haven't allowed enough time for you to freak out. Yeah. And so, you know, they they both freak out. Um, and then, you know, Prince invites Jess to, you know, uh, taste some pancakes. And, uh, you know, he he kind of gives her a makeover. Yeah, and he freaks and out he plays... Nick because Nick is like, um, what? <laughs> you just leaving with Prince? What's, what's going on? <laughs> So he's yeah. getting like drunk during this whole thing. Like, what my girlfriend just left with Prince. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then, and you know they play a game of ping pong, which Prince wins fifteen zero because you know, of course, Prince is <laughs> is you know a gifted sportsman. And uh, and then of course, uh, you know, Prince performs on stage at a party, and Jess comes up and they sing "Fall in Love Tonight." Um, and then, you know, everyone kind of goes home and they kind of wonder, you know, if this actually happened, <laughs> if this was real. You know, within the continuity of New Girl, they, you know, they very much did go to a Prince party. Uh, and Cece is left at the mansion, you know, uh, playing ping pong against Prince. Oh, and, um, and she scores one against him. And then Prince gives like the, his kind of like look, his like doe-eyed look <laughs> at her. Like, <laughs> like he's like kind of shocked. Like it felt like a like a scene out of Purple Rain when he gets like <laughs> told by like um, the manager that the time's better or something or that the revolution has to do good otherwise they won't play again or something. How he has this like half like you could see in his eyes like the shock or like the kind of fierceness of it, which was a which was a yeah. pretty funny way to end the episode. I think the episode was a lot of Prince fan service. I think more so than even like New Girl fan service because there was. The ping pong, the pancakes. Um, Prince was talking like a butterfly or something during it. Yeah, yeah, um, he mentioned yeah. When to your when you were mine was um playing in the background of like a montage, if I remember correctly, because I think that's the only other yeah. Prince song you hear in the episode. Uh, there's also People Pleaser. Uh, oh, okay. Which which plays as well, which is an unreleased song. So you know why would we know that? <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, but the thing, of course, is, you know, there's there's also a story about how, you know, the, uh, you know, at one point, The Simpsons wrote an episode for Prince. Um, and, you know, then, uh, you know, Prince got hold of one of the scripts and it had something in that he didn't like. And so then he refused to do the episode. 
And so I feel like we can kind of guess that Prince had a lot of kind of creative control over exactly what happened in this episode. <laughs> and so, you know, all of all of the stuff that's in here that features Prince, you, you know, you very much get the feeling that Prince is the one in charge of the script. Um, you know, and I, and I, I like the kind of, you know, some of the lines that he has because you know, it does show like a certain level of sense, like the sense of humor, you know, the whole, you haven't had enough time to freak out about meeting me. Like it's kind of, it's a, it's a nice, it's nice to to see that kind of Prince, you know, a kind of acknowledging, um, you yeah, know, his, his kind of persona. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and uh, uh, it's also worth saying as well, third eye girl appear in the episode, oh, okay. uh, but they're only, they're only credited as band member one, band member two and band member three. <laughs> um, and Josh Welton also appears in the episode as a bouncer. Um, yeah, you know, so they they all kind of get to a chance to kind of make an appearance in the in the actual episode. Yeah, um, um, I like the episode because I at least I've always read that Prince had a pretty good sense of humor on stuff, even though he kind of in interviews kind of seemed like a almost a hard ass at times with certain stuff, which he probably was. That everyone said he was a really funny guy, and um, stuff like this and the episode of the Muppets Tonight that he was the guest on really did a good job of um showing his um sense of humor and just playing along with that kind of stuff and i i i think they're both a treat to watch as a prince fan because um it was a, it was a cool different side to him it felt like um we got to see a bit of his um timing and him making jabs at himself and stuff like that and it was it was fun it was definitely a good prince fanfare fan service kind of thing for me at least and you know this the, the song itself was then released as a single like uh, a month later um you know uh, or or maybe a little bit later than that 17th of march 2014 it was released as a single um uh, and that was the version with zoe de chanel uh, credited as prince featuring zoe de chanel so i don't know possibly one of the one of the very rare times that anyone features with prince on a single um you know, and and uh, I I mean it did okay. Um, I guess I mean it got to number forty in Belgium, and that was it. Uh, <laughs> you know, but that's kind of what happens with these digital singles. And then obviously it then ended up, you know, as being collected as part of Hit and Run Phase One. Um, you know, at the time when this was released, you know, there was effectively no album. You know, it took eighteen months before an album actually <laughs> arrived. Uh, where you know this was actually a track on it. Uh, and it's 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 interesting because it's you know it's with the uh, you know this could be us which is another kind of like uh, standalone single um, and then it's followed by you know hard rock lover and X's face again both of which were kind of yeah. standalone songs before yeah they, uh, the album was actually a thing yeah the hidden run album has always felt more like mixtapes to me kind of like every once in a while um, just being like a fan of um, rap and stuff you'll there'll be artists whose like songs will leak. And, or they'll and, and stuff like that and then they're like you know how about I just release them all on like a mixtape and make it a project out of that because y'all already hear it I can give it to you in better quality put it in you know at least a project because it's out there and the Hidden Run um, albums both felt like mixtapes to me because I felt like I heard a good chunk of them before I um, obviously listened to them before they came out yeah well, it's it's weird because you know I think Hit and Run Two actually has songs that go back from way before Hit and Run One, and then yeah, like Rock and Roll Love and Affair Run. and stuff like that. Yeah, that were like I heard like twenty eleven or something like twenty twelve. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, so it's kind of interesting, you know, the songs that Prince picked for these particular, you know, albums. Uh, I feel like this, obviously, you know, due to the kind of publicity he got from the Super Bowl and everything, it, it you know, it just had to be, it had to be on whatever his next album was. Um, and I guess it had just, I don't know, I guess it didn't fit with, um, you know, either Artificial Age or um, or Plectrum Electrum. Uh, so, you know, here it is, uh, you know, on, on, uh, on, you know, on, on phase one, um, you know, but I don't know. I like, I, I, I kind of really enjoy the production on the song. Obviously, you know, Josh Welton's production kind of divides Prince fans a little bit. Um, but I think it kind of fits the aesthetic of the show. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, the whole point of the episode is to get to this kind of party, um, and for Prince to be performing at it. So I think it really fits in. I think obviously, you know, the thing that doesn't really ring true is that, you know, at a party, Prince is performing effectively a brand new song and everybody's kind of dancing along to it as if they know the song. Yeah. And it's like, well, this is, this is literally a song nobody has heard until this moment when it's being broadcasted in this episode. So, uh, yeah. I don't know, maybe it's a song that Prince has been playing at this party before and then he's kind of done a different version of it or something. Yeah. I love um, in that scene where, um, so in the actual song, there'll be the um, the kind of the echo that don't you wanna that's in like a higher pitch. Like Prince will sing something in that clip, and then he'll go to a megaphone, and then that'll somehow release like the higher version of it, the higher <laughs> echo of it. it. That was always just kind of funny. It just kind of goes back and forth throughout the um, entire performance of it between the megaphone and the real mic. And I always thought that was kind of funny. I don't know why it shouldn't be that funny but it's just like okay i guess that makes sense on how you get that sound effect for your live performance <laughs> yeah uh i mean i guess the like the the kind of the, the 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 i guess the kind of the only real verse that kind of says anything is the underneath the taffeta there ain't no better hiding place if i see the moon i'll just laugh at her face want to wake up uh to your your pretty face uh, which i guess prince is singing to zoe deschanel or is he singing it to jess we don't know um, but I don't know, I think there's maybe a bit of a joke in there where he says, you know, underneath the taffeta, possibly, you know, a taffeta dress. And he says, if I see the moon, uh, I'll just laugh at her. So I don't know. I don't know if that's a, a referring to Zoe Deschanel's behind, but uh, I don't know. It, it would fit with the kind of sense of humor that Prince has in this episode. Um, you know, and I do like the kind of, uh, I don't know, I guess maybe after Prince's death, this line is a bit bittersweet, where he's like, we can sleep all day tomorrow, dream about this fantasy. You know, like... Obviously, there was talk of the fact that Prince, due to some of the medication he was using, yeah. uh, you know, he would stay up kind of all night and then sleep all day. And um, so this kind of, you know, the fact that he says in this song, we can sleep all day tomorrow. Uh, you know, that seems to be the kind of outlook that he had of like, you know, I guess sleeping at the point where he, you know, was exhausted. Um, so but yeah, I don't know. You know, the, the song is mostly the repetitions of don't don't you want to fall in love tonight? Um, you know, in the original version, obviously, between you know, Zoe Deschanel and Prince, um, you know, lines are shared and stuff. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I, I kind of enjoy it, but, um, you know, obviously most of Hit and Run is a little bit kind of odd. Uh, and like we say, it does feel like just a kind of a weird collection of songs more than an album. Uh, so for me, I don't think I could go any higher than maybe, I don't know, I'd say like a three out of five, maybe a three and a half. Uh, yeah. But I just don't think it, I just don't think it's kind of, uh, I, I don't know, maybe I would like that, that Prince kind of, went back and reworked it properly instead of just kind of taking out Zoe Deschanel's yeah. vocals. Like, <laughs> you know, if it, it feels like the song was written quickly to kind of be in this TV show and then, you know, Prince, 
when he kind of put it on phase one, he took Zoe Deschanel's vocals off, but he didn't kind of rework the song to kind of make it balance a bit more. So yeah. it feels a little bit hard as a, as just kind of like him singing. So yeah. no higher than a three from me. Um, that's how I, I feel kind of more in like the two, two and a half range. Cause to me, it's still like, as you were saying, it felt like it was just written for the show and, but it wasn't like anything phenomenal. I, I feel like they were like, Hey, we'll give you, you have to fill a three minute thing for, um, for this time slot for your performance kind of deal. And, um, it has to be a party song because you're at a party. Yeah. Nothing really feels phenomenal about it. There's. Um, interesting parts to it because I don't think um, it I, it's not like an awful song or anything like that nothing just really stands out for me either than that it was on an episode of New Girl I, yeah. I think if this song would have been on just Hidden Run Phase 1 and not on an episode of New Girl beforehand I don't think I would be you know, talking about it because I wouldn't remember it <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, obviously, you know, with regards to that episode, uh, Zoe Deschanel, you know, she, she, after Prince's death, she was promoting some other stuff, um, and she did actually mention, you know, obviously she talked about Prince uh, a couple of times, and the one anecdote that was told many times, um, was that, um, you know, for this party, they wanted to invite a number of, you know, famous people, and there are, you know, a handful of those who appear in the episode, um, and the people, some of the people that were invited had a surname that began with a K. And uh, apparently word had got back that Prince was, you know, he wanted to kind of know who was going to be at the party. He wanted to know, you know, like who was going to, you know, who, who, who these people thought would be at Paisley Park, basically. And he said, well, you know, he doesn't mind who it is as long as it isn't any Kardashians. And uh, apparently all of the Kardashians had come down to the <laughs> lot and had shot some scenes before Prince arrived. And, you know, very quickly they were cut out of the episode and any mention to them was immediately cut out of all the scripts. And Zoe Deschanel describes this bonfire of all the different kind of script sides that were being thrown away <laughs> and got rid of so that Prince didn't know that the Kardashians were going to be in the episode. And obviously they do subsequently not appear in the episode, um, which I don't know. I, the thing is, I, I mean, I can understand Prince's kind of opinion because it's like, you know, what are the Kardashians famous for? Uh, you know, he's Prince. He's famous for releasing, you know, up to that point, 34 albums and winning a number of Grammys. And he has an Oscar. <laughs> and, you know, I'm I'm sure, you know, if this was eligible, he probably could have won an Emmy for this. Um, you know, like he he was he was a, a talented award winning multi-instrumentalist producer. Who are the Kardashians next to that? Yeah, well, and they wouldn't even yeah. dance at his concert a few years beforehand. That probably put him put him off. Like, yeah, I would. You know, I'd invite whoever, but they'd have to dance. I'd be like, well, why, why are you just standing here? You're... I, I feel like that probably offended him more than anything. It's like, um, yo, we're playing some funky grooves right now, and you're just, you're not getting into yeah. it. You scout the stage. I don't want to see you again. <laughs> yeah, I, I, guess, I guess Prince had a, a pre-existing beef with them. Uh, but I don't know. I still, I, I, like Zoe Deschanel, I guess she, obviously, you know, Prince is gone and the Kardashians are still here. And so she, you know, she's a little bit kinder to the Kardashians when she tells the story than I think Prince might have been had he told the story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it's, it's an interesting kind of side note. But, you know, that like after Prince's death, it became quite, kind of well known of like, you know, Prince hated the Kardashians or something. <laughs> you know, he had beef with them, basically. Uh, but I still find that quite interesting that they, they cut him out uh, of the episode. 
Uh, yeah, Prince never played this live. Uh, you know, we're, we're basically at the end of Prince's life here. You know, he was doing the piano and a microphone tours shortly after this. I don't think this song really works for piano and a microphone. So, you know, he never did perform it live. Other than the performance that everybody saw. You know, 25 million people saw it. So why would you need to perform it again? Uh, so I feel like we said about as much as we can about Fall in Love Tonight and the episode of New Girl that was contained within. So uh, let's go to plugs. Is there anything that you wish to plug, Alec? Alecoina98 is my Twitter account. I have fun being on this podcast. And um, yeah, it's always a good time, man. I appreciate you um, always being able to invite me and all that. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or you can email us, not sure where you would, at Prince Track by Track at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest here, Alec. Any day, man. And otherwise, who's that girl? <laughs> it is Jess. Jess. It's June.